Afghanistan, working under the ETA's evolving regulations, overview. After the rapid regime change of August 2021, the interim Taliban authority, ETA, had to address several immediate challenges of managing a state administration. These included securing international recognition, addressing domestic security risks, organizing the provision of public services, meeting the population's needs, and regulating a vast humanitarian system. This report examines one specific aspect of the ETA's engagement with the humanitarian response system, its efforts to shape international and national NGOs. Together with an agencies, I-NNGOs are important humanitarian responders, service providers, and employers in Afghanistan. They play a substantial role in a weak Afghan economy, which has only recently shown tentative signs of recovery. These organizations will remain critical for Afghan households in the coming years. The report highlights the dilemmas that arise in a context where a mix of mistrust and pragmatism vis-à-vis humanitarians, especially international responders, drive the ETA's approach to regulating NGOs. It discusses the challenges and risks that arise for NGOs as a result of the ETA's active shaping of humanitarian assistance. The ETA does this through an increasingly restrictive regulatory framework, where humanitarian responders struggle to balance humanitarian principles and maintain access to those in need. Finally, it considers possible ways of strengthening the humanitarian response by developing more effective methods of working in a context that includes the ETA. About this report. This report provides an overview of the current regulatory environment for NGOs in Afghanistan, identifying key trends and dilemmas for humanitarian responders. It focuses specifically on the 2022 procedure for coordinating and regulating the activities of domestic and international non-governmental organizations, hereafter referred to as the 2022 procedure, which has not received the same attention and analysis as other measures restricting the work of humanitarian responders in Afghanistan. These measures include the ETA's December 2022 suspension of all female staff, which was extended to an agencies in April 2023. Considering the full context of regulations in Afghanistan's history and what drives restrictive policies can help identify future developments and set the stage for discussions on how best to mitigate concerns and navigate the regulatory environment. Methodology This report is based on an analysis of existing regulatory documents in Afghanistan and the implications of the 2022 regulation for humanitarian responders. As an exploratory analysis, This report draws on primary and secondary sources, including 25 key information interviews, keys, conducted between December 2022 and July 2023. We also scanned social media for relevant information and statements and benefited from discussions with NGOs working in Afghanistan. The seven-month time frame for data collection was specifically aimed at identifying policy trends and trajectories. Limitations Despite the seven-month research period, It is important to emphasize that the regulatory environment in Afghanistan is constantly evolving, making this report a snapshot in time. Access to ETA policymakers also remains difficult, and the overall environment in Afghanistan remains one of mistrust, making it a difficult environment for primary research. Key Findings The ETA's approach to regulating NGOs in Afghanistan is based on an incremental process of issuing formal, written policy, combined with verbal orders and instructions, as well as the granting of conditional exemptions, often at the subnational level. The 2022 procedure is the only written policy to date. This trend is likely to continue, with more restrictions anticipated, making for a difficult and ever-changing operating environment. The ETA's and regulatory policies draw on prior policies of the Taliban movement and or the previous republic government. Many such practices of attempting to control the work of NGOs, including administrative processes, program design and implementation, existed under the previous government as well.
at the same time, I slash NNGOs today lack the protection from government interference that international donors previously provided as part of the strong donor cooperation with the Republican government. The restriction on women's employment in the sector sets the ETA's regulation apart from those of previous governments. The ETA's rationale for the 2022 procedures is to enforce accountability, both upwards and downwards, in a sector that it perceives to be self-serving. In practice, this means actively shaping how, to whom, by whom, and what kind of aid is delivered. I slash NNGOs in Afghanistan continue to battle mixed perceptions about their nature, work, and intentions, which in part are a result of historical aid politicization in Afghanistan that is difficult to reverse. Mistrust is rooted in the view of NGOs as sources of corruption, as a competition for state authority, as proxies of foreign states, or as drivers of social change, which embodies a broader agenda for development and modernization considered incompatible with the ETA's vision of an Islamic emirate and the role of women within society. As with many policy documents, the 2022 procedure is broad, leaving room for line ministries and provincial authorities to define in more detail what is required of NGOs in implementation, thus allowing for regional variations. This can provide opportunities for humanitarian responders that have developed good relations with local-level ETU administrations and challenges for those faced with overzealous subnational ETU officials. From N.G.O.'s perspectives, the ETU's regulation interferes with the neutrality and independence of humanitarian responders. NGOs report an increasing trend in ETU interference since the publication of the 2022 procedure. The ETA's regulations concerning women's employment in public organizations, including NGOs and the UN, have had a very disruptive effect on the structure and organization of humanitarian aid. An obstacle to developing a more effective humanitarian response is the lack of strategic engagement with high-level ETA officials. Responders frequently pursue bilateral and local solutions, frequently verbal agreements, which are easily overturned by central-level decision-makers at any point. Numerous bilateral agreements mean that the rules are applied unevenly. The eating regulatory environment raises several risks and dilemmas that need to be weighed carefully, tolerating some degree of aid diversion, increased humanitarian overhead costs, taxes, fees, etc., due to lengthy and complicated bureaucratic procedures, and risking staff safety in an ever-changing regulatory environment as a price for maintaining access to people in need. It is crucial to consider the broader political environment and the desire for international recognition when examining the ETA's policy and its implementation. This includes considering the ETA's use of tighter regulation of INGOs as a potential bargaining chip in negotiations and interactions with the international community. The ETA has expressed a preference for working with Afghan humanitarian actors whom it sees as closer to its own culture, thereby promoting an implicit localization agenda. There are also rumors that the ETA prefers working with Muslim country NGOs for the same reason.